The crazy thing was, in spite of everything, Eric felt like a million bucks. Ainsley Connor was at his house, right now, waiting for him. He knew she wasn't there to stay, but he was going to enjoy his time with her while it lasted. He pulled up by the house. As soon as he stepped out of his truck, he was assaulted with strong smells. At once he could smell chemicals, smoke, and something sweet. He leapt up the stairs and crashed in through the screen door. Cressida was supposed to be on patrol. What had she allowed to happen to Ainsley? She wasn't on the porch, which was a bad sign, since the porch was the nicest room in the house. He burst into the living room and stopped in his tracks. Ainsley stood before him on a ladder. She was wearing a paint-splattered T-shirt and a pair of his jeans. She had a paintbrush in one hand and a small bucket in another. Her long, dark hair was in a high ponytail, exposing her heart-shaped face in a way he hadn't seen since middle school. Her cheeks were pink with excitement. She was gazing at him with a mixture of hope and terror. She was so lovely that he could scarcely take his eyes off of her. Ainsley's eyes darted away from his to the ceiling. Eric scanned the room. All the woodwork was gleaming. It looked about three shades lighter. The ceiling was painted the creamy white color he'd purchased for it, but never had time to apply. And Ainsley was doing something to the painted wood beams that ran across the ceiling. I only meant to clean up the woodwork, but but when I went to the basement to look for Murphy's oil, I saw the paint that said living room ceiling, so I put on a prime coat. And then I realized that your coffered ceiling is chestnut, not pine. Wood that beautiful shouldn't be painted white like this. It should be stripped. So I got it started. I hope you don't mind. Ainsley, it's amazing. You're amazing. What did you do to the woodwork? She blushed with pleasure. Oh, it just needed a deep cleaning with little Murphy's oil. But why do I smell smoke? Shit! She flew off the ladder and ran toward the kitchen. Eric followed her, appreciating the way her round ass looked in his jeans. Whatever she was taking out of the oven probably rued the day she had found it. It was the chicken that was in your freezer, she said, shaking her head. Her ponytail bobbed back and forth with each disapproving shake, spilling chestnut hair over her shoulder and back alluringly. I'm glad you burned it he said firmly. Why? I want to cook for you. You fixed my creepy living room. Do you know how long I've been putting that off? Her whole face lit up, and it made him feel so good it almost hurt. He grabbed cheese and butter out of the fridge. You still like grilled cheese? he asked. With tomato soup? I think there might be a can in the cabinet somewhere. How was your day? She perched on the stool, smiling at him to beat the band. Awful. He said cheerfully, I'm glad to be home. Cressida said Clive was trying to shut down the site. Cressida. Eric's blood began to boil. He tried to stay calm. Ainsley wasn't his, and if she wanted to keep messing around with Cressida, it was none of his business. When he looked up at her to reply, he could tell that she had seen his reaction. Her face was aghast. She stopped by before her shift, just to tell me what happened. We just, you know, just talked.